I've just been thinking a lot about this past year and I wanted to do my own reflecting and I thought, you know what, this is going to be a podcast episode. So before I jump into the good and the bad of 2022, or maybe it's just called the good and the not so good, right? Because everything even that's bad is just kind of a way to look forward and a direction pointing you into where you want to go going forward and things you want to work on. Above the Bar Copy, a podcast for online business owners who want to break the rules, go beyond the normal standard marketing trends, and create fire sales copy that not only generates leads, but leaves a larger positive impact on the world. I'm your host, Jenny Roth. I'm an email, sales page, and website copywriter, mom to three daughters, and online business owner living in the rural Midwest. My goal for every episode is that you'll walk away with tips, ideas, and confidence to take your sales copy above the bar. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Above the Bar Copy podcast. I am just sitting here today. It is in November as I'm recording this. It is the first snowfall of the season here where I live in South Dakota. I've got my coffee with cream and vanilla in it. It's a trick I learned from a friend. Put real cream and a splash of vanilla in your coffee. So good. (laughs) But I've just been thinking a lot. I know it's the end of the year and I love seeing year in review posts on Instagram and in my email from lists I'm subscribed to. And so I've been thinking a lot about this year. I always kind of do in the fall. I know January is typically when we start a new year and do a lot of reflecting. But for me, it's always kind of been the fall. That's when my kids go back to school. It's kind of when I have a mark in time and a, and a shift in seasons and, and big things that I look back on it always kind of happen in the fall. So here we are in November, which is like technically winter in South Dakota, really. <laughs> but I've just been thinking a lot about this past year and I wanted to do my own reflecting. And I thought, you know what, this is going to be a podcast episode. So <laughs> before I jump into the good and the bad of 2022, or maybe it's just called the good and the not so good, right? Because everything even that's bad is just kind of a way to look forward and a direction pointing you into where you want to go going forward and things you want to work on. Here's a little bit of background context just on me and my business before I kind of jump into my year in review. This fall marked my second year in business full-time. So as I'm recording this, I'm just a couple months into my third year as a business owner full-time. So before that, I did copywriting for a very long time, all the way since back in 2014, I believe. I would take on like one project a month or a quarter because I also had three little girls and I was a stay-at-home mom, the primary caregiver for them, a homeschooling parent, but I also worked part-time as the managing editor of a local community magazine. So I did copywriting very part-time up until this point, but in March of 2020, (laughs) you know, we all remember March of 2020, I was working as a magazine editor and I had a few part-time copywriting clients, one or two. And when the pandemic hit, I got the call from both of those copywriting clients that they were laying off all their contractors basically overnight. And so I lost my copywriting work. My kids were homeschooled at the time. So our life didn't really change in that sense in that my kids were already home. We were already doing homeschool, all of that. But I did lose a lot of my writing work. I remember walking into the kitchen after I got the call that I had lost one of my copywriting jobs that I loved so much. And my husband kind of looked at me and he said, did they lay you off? And I said, 
yeah. <laughs> I remember just hugging him and crying, crying, crying on his shoulder, tears, the snot, the whole thing. I was so sad. And losing those jobs was a huge reflection for me and that I had to really think about, wait a minute, is this something I really want to do? Do I like love this whole copywriting and, and writing from home thing? Or, or is it side money? Is it a business? Is it a career? Like what, like what is it? And so losing those jobs kind of really hit home for me that I've been doing this really part-time for a long time. Maybe it could be more. Maybe it could be more than part-time. I was so sad to lose the work. I get a lot of joy being a mom and homeschooling my kids, but uh, I really felt a piece of me missing without my copywriting clients without the work. And so basically in March of 2020, I took a picture of it. My total like income for that month was $25, $25 because I lost all my copywriting clients because of the pandemic. And the only income I had that month was a check for a poem that I wrote that a local magazine published and paid me $25 for. I'll never forget it. Right when I lost everything, that check for $25 in the mail, you might think it's disheartening. (laughs) And it was, but that check kind of was like a little glimmer of hope for me. Like, wait a minute, like keep going. Like all is not lost here. Anyways, basically when the pandemic kicked in and I lost my work, I took that time to invest in a copywriting course and learn more. And I kind of wanted to really figure out like, again, I had a few clients, but I wanted to build a pipeline and get certified and launch copy and website copy and do all this stuff and see like, okay, Jenny, it was basically like, okay, are you going to go all in? Or is this just going to be like a fun little part-time thing? And I wanted to give it a real try at going all in. So in the fall of 2020, because of where I live, public schools were open. And my kids went to public school for the first time. And I really had more time to make my online business thing work. And again, I had it in my head like, you know, you're going to give yourself this year to see if you can build an actual income being a copywriter. And if not, you'll do something else. So my average monthly income at that point, this is fall of 2020, was about $1,800 dollars a month as a copywriter. I joined a coaching program and by the middle of that year I was averaging about four to five K months as a copywriter, but I was working a lot. (laughs) I was working a lot. I was working around the clock. I still wasn't charging enough. I was getting to that 5k month income that we all so desperately try to hit right away. But I was like to be totally honest with you, pretty stressed out. I was taking on way too much. I remember at night my this is so crazy. I remember my wrists hurting (laughs) because I was typing so much, which is such a silly thing to say, but I just remember that ache in my wrists when I laid in bed at night and setting my alarm super early because I had to work before school, during school, after school on weekends just to keep up that 5k because I was just writing so much and charging so little. So by the fall of 2021, so about a year ago, I was at that four to 5k mark consistently. But again, I just felt like it was a turning point like, okay, this income is great. But after taxes and expenses, it's not a full time income that I mean, I can pay all our bills and feed us and stuff if I had to on my own. My husband and I work together, right? He has a full-time income as well. But if I had to do it on my own, I could do it, but not comfortably. I can survive, but I can't take my kids to ceramic painting every week or like fill my car up with gas without stressing out, like stuff like that, that real financial freedom. And also I'm stressed out all the time because I have way too much work (laughs) that I can never get done because I by my own fault because I take on too much. 
So I joined a coaching program for a year. And as I write this, I've doubled that monthly income consistently from a year ago. And I have more goals to increase it going into this year. But some of the even bigger goals other than the income is the margin and space in my calendar. And we're going to get into that here as I talk about the good for the year. So just wanted to let you know, I'm working in my third year as a full-time business owner. That's where I'm at right now. I've hired a little bit here and there this past year, but that's been a huge learning curve to know exactly where I need to hire, what direction I want to grow my business, right? Is it an agency with more copywriters? Is it support in the back end? Like, what do I need for help? I know I need it, but I've just, for me, it's been a huge learning curve to know exactly what help I need. So as of recording this, I have a podcast editor, yay, and a virtual assistant starting soon, soon, soon to take a lot of the tech and design and admin stuff off my plate so I can really just focus on helping my clients, creating that great client experience. It's so important to me in writing for them and creating my own content. Hopefully the rest are handled by people who are much, much better at all the other stuff than me. But it's been a process of learning and figuring out where I need to grow and giving myself permission to ask for help and spend money on help, gosh forbid, right? So anyways, that's been a huge thing and a whole other episode on itself. So now you kind of know where I'm at. Let's just jump into the year in review. So for 2022, the good and the bad year in review. First up, should we do the good or the bad? Let's do the good. Let's go good. So (laughs) first up, one of my hugest wins for the year is that I've finally, finally put on my calendar one day a month that is just for myself. And that can look like me getting my hair cut and colored. It can look like me getting, uh, I have one date scheduled where I'm going to get a makeup, go in and they're like, show me how to do my makeup. And like, I'm 30 something years old and I've never like actually learned how to do my makeup. (laughs) So it could look like stuff like that, maybe getting a massage or my nails done, just like one day a month that's just for myself. Like, what do I need to do appointments I want to do, like things I want to try, stuff like that. I'm also giving myself once a week time with a friend. And it doesn't happen every week. Maybe it's more like every other because, you know, life is so busy for everyone. But that's like dinner with friends, lunch with a friend, a walk with a friend, a yoga class with a friend, something like that, making time for the people in my life that are my friends. And, you know, I'm my kids are older, right? 13, 11 and nine. And when they were younger, I really felt like a lot of my friendships were put on the back burner because I was just so like busy and so consumed taking care of my little family. And I still am. But I just really have been craving that that time with my friends and and making that time that's been such a huge win for me and so if you're listening to this you're thinking one day a month for yourself you might be like wow I wish I wish I wish or you might be thinking oh I could never do that or oh my gosh I that's not enough you need more than one day a month like whatever you think it's different for everybody but for me this one day a month for myself this day and this little pockets in every week for friendship has been so huge for me coming off of working wall to wall to wall deadlines where I was like wait Waking up early, eating through lunch, no, say no, I cannot go on a walk with you. Uh, no, I can't do that this weekend because I have to work more, 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 more to fit in all these projects I'm putting onto my plate to hit this income goal. And being finally at a point where I have this margin in my life just a little bit. Oh my gosh, it's my, it's a new win. And I get emotional, weird. I'm getting emotional talking about it. It's a new win, but it feels like such a good win to give myself that permission to like not just work my life, but to enjoy and like savor my life, my savor my work, the time I'm at work and to give myself 
time to also be a human outside of work too. And so kind of how I got there, this could be its own episode too, but I got there by creating this margin by confidence, time, experience, just knowing what I'm doing, getting better at it so I can charge more, creating client workflows that go out when someone books a call with me, when someone becomes a client after someone's offboarded with me so that I have these documented processes and workflows in place so that my projects go more smoothly. I'm more confident in my process and articulating that to clients. I'm more confident in the copy I deliver to them because of just all this time and trial and just being scrappy in it. And so that's, again, a whole other episode, how we got there on our own. And But just that margin in my life, huge win for 2022, huge. Another win for this year is that I've been working out in the morning and getting ready every morning. Oh my gosh, this is another one that is so huge for me. I always work out, I've always been a runner, but I kind of was leaving it to the end of the day and it was just dragging my feet to do it because you know, by like two o'clock, nobody feels like doing anything. (laughs) Giving myself, again, permission to wake up, do my workout, drop the kids off at school, do my workout, and then get ready in the morning, like shower, get dressed, do hair and makeup. This has been so cool for me. For a long time, I didn't do that stuff. I just was in my sweats, my pajamas here in my home office, you know, hair up, a little bit of mascara, maybe whatever. And now to be like, I'm getting ready. I'm putting on a shirt I love, putting on some earrings, some blush, some lipstick. I just feel good. I can't can't explain it. It's just been such a huge win for me. Another win for me this year is, I kind of touched on this a little bit before, is figuring out what I want to outsource and what I don't want to outsource. So I kind of jumped into the year hiring, thinking I need to hire more writers so I can take on more more work and make more money. And I kind of really quickly realized that, no, I want to be the writer for my business. I don't want to edit. I don't want to manage other writers. I want to be the writer, the copywriter. And what I need to outsource is the backend stuff, right? Taking my social media captions on Google Docs that I write and actually getting them onto Instagram. Taking this podcast and actually getting it out into the world, you know, outsourcing that kind of thing. So that's been huge and a huge learning experience about what I actually need to outsource, what will actually help me to love my work and and do the work I love and take the other stuff away. Another win for 2022 is I set an income goal (laughs) in January of last year. I set an income goal of $75,000 and I exceeded it. And I'm so proud when I see that when I log into Dubsado, I just feel so excited. Another win for me in 2022 has been relationships. Again, friends, making time to text my friends walk with people, go out for lunch with people, and also business friends, collaborations I've done, podcasts I've been on this year, people I've met who I can message and say, hey, do you have any ideas about this? And, you know, just like true genuine friendships, I feel like I'm at the table and it feels incredible just to be able to meet people, to refer people to colleagues I trust, to get referrals from them. It's really cool. Another win for me in 2022 has been I've started to batch my work. Oh my gosh, I could sing. I'm so happy. I put off batching for so long. Don't ask me why. But having a system, basically how batching works for me is every Monday, one Monday a month, I batch these podcast episodes. One Monday a month, I batch the content needed for my email membership. One Monday a month, I batch my interviews I do on podcasts and my collaborations and my outreaching and my pitch, basically like my relationship building. And then another Monday, the last Monday of the month, I batch my own content, my own newsletters, my own social media captions, stuff like that. So batching my work, game changer. If you're putting it off, do it. (laughs) You're probably not putting it off as long as me. The last win before we get into some of the learning stuff is confidence. My confidence in what I do is 
from compared to two years ago is like two different people. I feel legit. Like I feel like a legit company with processes and a client experience and a system in place. I don't feel like a girl with a laptop swinging extra change, which no offense to that at all. The confidence in what I do has grown tenfold. And that's only come from hands in the dirt, doing the work for three years, two years, whatever it's been, years and years to figure out what I'm good at and to own it and to keep refining my craft. That confidence comes after the work for sure. And I'm really proud to be there. Okay. Jumping in, switching gears a little bit. So along with that, I've also had some things happen in 2022 that I guess I would call the bad (laughs) of the year or the learning. So again, number one here is up until about this last quarter of the year, I had zero margin, zero, zero, zero margin, took on way too much work, said yes to everything, worked on the weekends, got my laptop out every time I had a minute to myself, just way, way too much work working for my worth, charging too little, working too much. Thank goodness. I think that's on a a trend to change. Uh, Second thing, on my phone, I've been on my phone way too much. And this is so apparent in my face because I have a 13-year-old girl, an 11-year-old girl, and phones are everywhere. And I want to be an example. And so I have a total addiction to it. I think what my problem with my phone is, is it's my inbox. I want to check my inbox all the time, constantly, constantly, constantly. And so I need to put some boundaries in place with my phone use and with my inbox checking. If you have any ideas, I think this has to be a huge goal for me next year. Another thing that's been not so good for this year is I continue to be afraid to ask for payment for my services as a, as a service provider upfront. Again, I'm working to change that, but it's been a big stretch for me to here's the invoice it's due before work begins I don't even know why when I say it out loud it seems silly but that's been something that I've had to overcome is asking for payment (laughs) asking for payment up front it's something uh yeah I'm continuing to work on it number four staying up too late so I got a kindle I've always had a kindle reader and I recently have charged that thing up again. And it's good because I'm reading a lot. I'm an avid reader and this is a perfect way to read when everyone else is sleeping in my home to be on my Kindle reader. But it's also bad because I'm staying up way, 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 way too late reading and it's messing up my life and I need to set a bedtime. And I just, it's so hard. Number five, eating at my desk, plowing through my food. I don't know why I do this, but it has to stop. (laughs) I literally will heat something up in the microwave for lunch eat it in two bites. I don't even know if I realize I'm eating it and just plop at my desk. So my lunch routine needs a total makeover. What else has not been so good this year? I continue to do extra work outside of my contracts as a service provider if it comes up. If I'm working on a project for a client and something comes up extra, that it won't take me long. I'll just do that quick. I, I will do that. I will do extra. I will say, oh, I'll just throw in these social media captions for you too. Oh, yeah, no problem. I can help you name your offer. Oh, yes, yes. Let's plan that launch. Like all this stuff that's like outside of scope, I will always say yes to it. People pleasing at its finest. It's good because I want to help people and I can help people. And it's also bad because I should bill for my time. You should bill for your time, right? So continuing to learn. Yes, I can do that. And here is my rate. So I need to practice that in front of the mirror like a million times. So doing extra work outside of my scope of contracts is a challenge for me still. And then I think the last thing that has been quote unquote bad for 22 is saying yes to everything without thinking. I need to flex my no muscle more. 
That's just how I am by default. I will say yes and then figure it out later. But I've been learning more through like spiritual direction and, and, and things, how to check in with myself first if it's a yes before saying yes out loud to the person asking me. And so just learning to say no, realizing that I can say yes to like one or two things and do them really well. And that will require me to say no to everything else. And that's okay. It continues to be a huge, huge learning curve for me going into the next year. So, oh my gosh, this episode's already at 20 minutes. So I I think that's all. I mean, those are my big reflections from the year. If you have anything you'd love to share, if you reflected any way on your year, come find me on Instagram. I'm at Jenny Roth Copywriting. I'd love for you to tag me in your year in review post or share them with me so I can learn from you as well. And I think that's it for today. And I'll see you guys on the next episode. Talk soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Above the Bar Copy. Every month I draw one winner who will get a free audit on a piece of copy of your choice. An email funnel, a sales page, a website page, you name it. I'll walk through it and send you a full video audit on the piece along with a Google Doc full of copy notes and suggestions you can implement. To enter this copy audit giveaway, leave a five-star positive review on the show and email me a screenshot of your review so I have your name and email and can notify you if you want. You can send that to hello at jennyrothcopywriting.com. 